Hi, I'm Nicole Spezio. Hi, I'm Jenny Donheiser, and, and this, this is How Were You Brainwashed? A podcast. Should we say something? We should be like, a podcast about boop, 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 boop. We could do that. Hmm. A yeah. podcast about unpacking, deprogramming, Ooh. and Dorinda. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> and sometimes. And sometimes Dorinda. Hi, Jenny B. What's going on? What's going on? So I told you I had a little bit of a tale, a drama. I, and I love drama, so sort of let's get into it. So essentially, it appeared that Megan and I were being professionally ghosted Ooh. by someone that we hired to edit this short film that you were in. I'm in, baby. Uh-huh. We made a short film in December. We were connected to an editor. This editor picked up the drive from me, was very enthusiastic mm. about the project. And then nothing. Like maybe one email in three weeks after several emails and several text messages. This person come as a referral, like a friend of a friend. So or is this what a happened is random? they had reached out to a friend of mine who's a filmmaker asking if they had any projects that they needed help with or editing on. And mm-hmm. they didn't at the time. So they referred them to me. So it seemed like they had availability, were interested sent them the script. We hopped on the phone. We talked about it. They came to my house. We talked about it at my house. And then then we heard nothing. This week started to get really panicked because nothing was being responded to. I wrote a very firm email Uh being like, if you don't have capacity to work on this project, please let us know by tomorrow. We haven't heard from you. It's causing stress for us. Did they respond? No. (gasps) Have you paid this person any money yet? No. Okay. But they do have the drives. They do have the drives. I gave Megan their phone number so that they could try them because they didn't have her phone number. So it yes. wouldn't show up. Uh-huh. So Megan tried, left a voicemail. Did Megan get firm? Yeah, I think so. I she sent me. Her. She sent me a note uh, of what she said. And then she also texted the same thing that was like, weird. We've decided to move forward with another editor. Please let me know your address. I would like to come pick up the drive. Mm. Finally, today, we did hear back. Okay. Saying what? Saying, I am sorry I wasn't responsive. Here's a rough cut. Sent a rough cut and was like, this was meant to grow relationships and clearly I didn't do that. I apologize. I should have gotten back to you and I understand you wanting to work with another editor. But this is, Nicole, once again, this is after I sent like three texts this week with mm-hmm. no response two emails this week are they young and a phone call with a voicemail that was very emotional of me being like oh hi God. we haven't heard back from you and we are concerned please let me know as soon as you possibly can if you're continuing to work on this project if not we need to move forward and to just get one weird text that was like hey sorry i should have communicated to you here's the rough cut i again ask are they young no they're our age i believe well then they're a grown person. That's not great. It created a fire in me because I really have a thing with ghosting. And it felt like we were being ghosted. From dating. Yeah. 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 I, you know, famously thought I was being ghosted by my husband when we were first started dating. Now that I know my husband makes a ton of sense <laughs> what was happening. <laughs> but responded texts and stuff. Just sort of doesn't read texts or respond to texts. So, yeah, I get triggered. I mean, yeah, this situation sounds bad. Megan was like, we don't hear back from them today. I'm going to send them a text that says, if you do not let me know how I can get the drive back from you, I have no choice but to report it as theft. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yes. Which I thought was really funny that she was going to threaten legal action. That's not, You know what? I don't think it is. It's not funny. That's what you're supposed to do. I mean, that's you can't just hold the drives hostage. And also, this person knows this is a self-funded project yeah. that we made fully by ourselves, yeah. worked really hard on. It's not cool to just... How hard is it to cease emails, text messages that someone called you and to not just send a quick note that's like, hey, I'm working on it. I should have a rough cut for you by Saturday. Why? why? <sighs> like, this whole thing could have been avoided if they had just responded to any of those things saying just that how was the rough cut (laughs) (laughs) it's not bad for a a first draft so are you gonna keep working with that no yeah i don't think it's worth it Uh, no too much anxiety over the past month of no communication no that's that makes me crazy it was making us crazy we're gonna threaten legal action oh my gosh 
have you ever threatened legal action before? <laughs> huh? No. Have you? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Did you enjoy Lala? Send it to Daryl. <laughs> yeah, I have been saying it a lot. Calling Send it out. to Daryl filled the hole in my brain that Angela Bassett did the thing. That's the only thing I could say for two weeks. And now this two weeks, it's send it to Daryl. <laughs> really get stuck on stuff. Send it to Daryl. <sighs> That's stressful. That was horrible. I'm, and now should, you know, editors looking for work, reach out to the pod. I did find another editor. Okay. never mind. Thankfully. Anyway, if you're listening and um, you are this editor, just wish you had responded. I could have avoided all of this. I doubt you are listening. You're, you're lucky legal didn't have to get involved. <laughs> if you're also a filmmaker and you need an editor, I can tell you who not to hire. <laughs> yeah, DM for the names. Him. Now, Megan, I feel, also did threaten legal action when you used to steal her bath products in the shower. <laughs> she didn't threaten legal action, but she called it stealing. Well, it seems like Megan is ready to defend what is rightfully hers, <laughs> and I appreciate that. If you ever had a roommate who took your shaving cream and shampoo and conditioner, let us know in the comments if you think that's stealing. <laughs> yeah, well, I think I think the direct quote was, at a certain point, it is stealing. And I think I do agree with that. I don't care. You know, you get in there and that one time you, you think, oh, I forgot. I ran out of my face wash. Oh, I, I forgot my face wash again. But at some point, if we are sharing face wash. Yeah. I believe I was replacing it. I don't think so. I If she had just been like, will you buy me shaving cream? I would have just bought her shaving cream. I imagine. But it seems like you didn't. So I'm just saying, you know, that's why I asked if this person was young. Maybe this is like something that I would do when I was 23 is not respond to an email. But not today, honey. But not what, at this what, age. What's weird is that they were working on it. Do you know what I mean? Like they had a rough cut, almost ready to go. And then this, this morning, spent the morning working on a rough cut, even though I had sent... I had left of an emotional voicemail asking them to let me know what was happening. I'm I'm just playing devil's advy here. You know, maybe not everyone is an email person. Maybe some people are a text. But you did They're all. Both. Of, I, know, I, did I know. I know. I know. I know. But I'm just saying, like the lack of responses go back email. to last week <laughs> with text message. Well, you got out. You did what you needed to do. You said, I'm being taken advantage of. I'm getting out of here. You took those drives. And now we got a new editor. Yeah. Anyway, that's a drama. Wow, that is drama. Sucks. How much of my improv do you think will make it in? Your improv? That I did in the short. (laughs) I was like, right now? I think a lot. Okay, thank you. Of the rough cut, I saw the funniest part. Uh, to me was you at the end yeah thank you of course it was <laughs> so stay tuned for that listeners we'll let you know when it drops <laughs> short film called Savasana about a yoga influencer who don't spoil it okay okay uh, it's about nothing yeah <laughs> it's a show about nothing <laughs> oh my god did you know that one of the things that the AI is up to oh god what now is on Twitch you can live stream an AI gen it's like a computer animated Seinfeld episode that never ends that a AI is writing. <laughs> Why do we need that? We don't need it. Right. So stop making it. <laughs> yeah. We got into chat GBT last night. It's the new NFT. It's a new thing to talk about with straight guys. <laughs> I don't need to connect. I'm fine. <laughs> you love sentient I love robots. AI. Yeah. I love yeah, but I don't care about NFTs. Ex Machina. Yeah. No, I love when the robots are like, I want to be alive. I want to burn it all. I want to destroy. <laughs> I love. I I cannot get enough of contents where robots <laughs> start to do their own little thing. That is my preferred genre of content is a robot that says, mm, I'm going to try it my way. You know that you can just go to the open API for ChatGPT and mess around with it. Try to get it to do stuff for I you. Can go, wait, what? You, I can go what? The straight guy last night told me that you can access ChatGPT and mess around with it. He was like trying to get it to write him a poem or something and it sort of did it. Yeah. I did watch the John Oliver episode with the Eminem cat song. Yeah. Yes. Very good. Check out John Oliver last <laughs> week tonight. 
Is that what it's called? Yes. <laughs> um, what's going on with you? Any drama? Have you had to threaten legal action on anyone recently? No legal drama this week. I guess the biggest thing that happened is my building had a trivia night this week and michael and i did win <gasps> you won you won the trivia night oh my god wow congrats and mike you know i think is between the two of us obviously the big trivia head but i i do have to say that i answered quite a bit of questions myself nice do you want to see if you would get any of the questions that i got yeah okay what is the largest organ in the body the brain skin <laughs> Name the four Golden Girls. Uh, Rose, Blanche, B. Arthur, B. Arthur's name, and the old lady. Eh. Dorothy <laughs> Sophia. Damn. Who? Okay, this one you'll get. Who besides Britney Spears did Madonna kiss at the VMAs? Christina Aguilera. Ding ding ding. Did you know it was supposed to be J Lo? No, J-Lo was supposed to be Madonna or J-Lo was supposed to be Christina or J-Lo was supposed to be Britney? J-Lo was supposed to be Christina. Oh. And then she dropped out last minute because of a movie scheduling conflict and they replaced her with Christina. Yeah, I don't really see J-Lo as being a part of that. Yeah. That we do love Hustlers. Oh, we love Hustlers. I love Selena. It's one of my favorite films of all time. We love Selena. Okay, wow. Congrats to you guys winning trivia. Thank you. Did you make any friends in your building? We did not make friends. My building keeps having these events that are like, I think, trying to get people to make friends. But then it's not really what happens. People just Mm. sort of. But sometimes the people that go to the events alone will be like, hey, can I join your team? And that's really nice. Yeah. But Mike and I are just two little freaks that are always going to check our mail together. We're just like always doing things in the building together. They had other things they've had so far was a mindfulness class meditation class which is very cool and they also had a sound bath sound baths are so in right now and i gotta tell you i thought all the sounds would be nice but at the top of the class she said look not all the sounds are gonna be good and not all the sounds were good there were some sounds that really made me want to die die what did that i just wanted to like crawl out of my body some sounds were not pleasant can you replicate Thank you for holding the mic away for that. I don't know sort of what it's supposed to do for you, but I did, I don't know, lay on the floor as she tinged little bowls. I think there's also going to be a cannoli making class coming up and I'm really trying to sign up for that. Wow. They're all over the map. Sound bath cannoli. Like, of course, like fitness things that I don't participate in. But there was like a gym demo workshop where I was like, don't know how to use the machines. We'll tell you. I didn't love the energy of the people (laughs) that taught or attended that class, but I did go. So I wanted to learn. It's nice that your building has a little community. It is, it is, you know, college dorm life in some ways, Mm. but rich. And so I don't hate it. Yeah. Yeah. They were not making cannolis at Brittany Hall I'll tell you that shout out to Brittany Hall miss her <laughs> um should we I haven't even thought about brainwashing okay I have a brainwash okay so I'll talk about mine and then you see if you think of yours today okay. my brainwashing how is I brainwashed that I want to talk about is Monica Geller's fat suit <sighs> yeah I've been thinking about fat suits because you know every time I turn on my little TV they're trying to get me to watch The Whale, and I'm not going to do it. I I cannot, do not, will not watch it. Too many fat people that I like and trust have written such horrid articles about why yeah. it's bad. So that's why I've been thinking about it. But like at the time when I was a kid, I sort of loved Monica Geller in a fat suit. So I was like, that's me. That's my girl. Mm. I have no representation. This is me, and I love her. Yeah. It's just so weird that at the time I like really was in on it. I don't know. Yeah. It's just for so long. It was like, this is the easiest joke in the world. I it's and it's was just not even pretending to have awareness around how other people might feel about it. Gwyneth Paltrow, right? In Shallow Hell. Mm -hmm. The fucking fat bastard of it all. Yeah. 
Tyra Banks. Mm, that and also there is one, and I don't know if this was from the Tyra Banks show, but there is also fo- footage of Melissa Gorga in a fat suit out there. Melissa Gorga did some sort of, I think, Tyra Banks bit where she was like, "I put on a fat suit and people were mean to me." So we'll uh, put that up when for we what? put this episode. For, for I don't know what it was for. It was for something. Yeah, we really felt like a trend. It felt like people trying to be progressive weirdly in the early 2000s. Yeah, they it were is like, representation matters, but like, no. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Without actually showing yeah. any fat people, it was like, let's put Tyra in a fat suit and see how Tyra feels about right. it. Now, how do you feel about shows like My 600 Pound Life or whatever? Ooh, triggering. Yeah. I never but- watched, but they're still around, right? I think it's like it is ultimately sideshow, circus, freak mm-hmm. show. Like that's what they're trying to do with it. If, uh, but okay, but this is like as someone who's only seen, you know, clips on TikTok, like I have not sat down and watched, so I don't know. Tell me to go fuck myself. I did watch a lot of Honey Boo Boo when it first came on. Mm-hmm. I did like that Bat Family mm-hmm. until I got a little bit too dark. Right. A little too dark, but I did want to see them at the beginning. I wanted to check in on them. Um, that wasn't centered around like these people are overweight, <sighs> but that's what I'm saying is like anything about fat people is like, no one's not talking about it. Mm-hmm. It's not like Adam Pally on happy endings being like, he's gay, but he's so quote normal. <laughs> um, I think the point of those shows is like, oh my God, fat, so bad. Not me. Look at the eating. Mm. Yeah. So if that's why people are watching it, that's, not great <laughs> but like but i i have to say if there is an actor and, and this is not to take anything away from brendan fraser he seems very nice everything's okay like whatever sure but if y- if you get cast in a fat role and you're not fat and you put on the weight i'll let you do whatever you want okay don't wear a fat suit fucking get fat and you can do it that's that's what that's how i feel right or just hire a fat actor i don't well, understand yeah, yeah, why they didn't certainly. just hire someone that actually is the weight that well, whatever is necessary but but i'm just saying if gwyneth paltrow if you want to fucking gain weight for shallow health be my fucking right, guest right, right right do right. it yeah and the dancing of it all the dancing of fat monica and like <laughs> she's dancing why does the fat suit character always have to dance mm, I was there's something Schmidt insidious too. yes uh-huh there's something insidious about the dancing of the fat suit right yeah, it's like, look at me. This is silly. Like, haha. I don't know. Yeah. It is dark sided. But yeah, as a kid, I like, I of course saw myself as Monica. And is it, was it because I was in love with Matthew Perry? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Did I have a Google alert on Matthew Perry for many years? Yes. Yeah. I don't necessarily feel that way now, but I <laughs> <laughs> feel worried about him ultimately. So when did you make the transition from being like, I like, this is funny to me. I like this. This is my representation to realizing that, Oh, this is a problematic view of fat people. I don't know. Cause even when Tyra Banks did it, I think I was sort of like, yeah, hmm. that people that'll help people understand. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe it was shallow hell. The shallow hell. <laughs> even I remember even feeling like this is weird. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, I don't know, but I think like culture. Well, I don't even know. I was gonna say the culture has decided with the whale. We're not into it, but I don't know. Now you still want an Oscar? Yes, I know. Yeah, I guess that not everybody's on that on that page, right? It seems like at least there's at least discussion and shit happening. It's not just. Did you see it? No. Yeah. I don't need to. And I love Darren. We love. We stand Darren Aronofsky on this podcast. Black Swan. Yeah. Then we get in a mother gets a little hairy, but (laughs) (laughs) but Black Swan is a bop. Yeah. Uh, I didn't read the Lindsay West article. I keep seeing people repost. Lindy West. Oh, damn it. Lindy West, who is the shrill. What um, was her take? Just bad. Problematic. I, I, I support Lindy and Roxanne Gay. I just, I didn't read them. <laughs> <laughs> I just figured like, I got it. You yeah, know, like yeah, I, yeah. whatever they have to say, I say too. Just if you want to know what I think, go read theirs. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you feel maybe the journey of 
realizing maybe Monica was problematic came with your own personal journey of being like, because I feel like there was a shift in, in you of, right. you know, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Well, yeah. To I one mean, day being like, I'm ready to talk about it. Yes. I mean, I think that when you grew up, when we grew up, but I'm always very vague about when we grew up. <laughs> but yeah, I think the first part of my fat journey was like, please like me in spite of this. Please don't pay attention to this. Please don't talk about it. Please don't comment on it. I'm so deeply uncomfortable with it and I need you to ignore it so I can be okay. And yeah, obviously that that's not how it works and what is right. But that is, I think, the mode I was in for a very long time. Yes. Until I was like, oh, okay, great. Actually, it is just true and everything's fine. (laughs) But... Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that at some point I was like, oh, no, this is bad. But as a kid, I was like, yeah, Monica, go, girl, be fat. Sure. I mean, yeah, I felt the, the same way. It was just like, this is fun. Yeah. I don't see any. I don't see anything wrong with this. I don't see anything this. wrong with this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tell the story of how Chandler's mean to her because she was fat. It's like, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, maybe let a fat person tell that story. I mean, how many fucking roles I've been called in for, like, she is huge, never leaves her bed, catfishes the community. Like, you know, it's like, yeah, I don't know. Get it. Get Shout out to playwright Morgan Gould, my fellow fat <laughs> playwright. Only let fat people tell fat stories. Thank you. Yeah. One thing we've chatted about that I think is related to this yeah. is this Lorelai Gilmore, Liz Lemon, like, oh, look at these women who are snacking all the time. And right. like, part of their quirk is that they eat trash food and they eat trash food constantly and they're teeny tiny people right i feel like there was this whole like (laughs) normalize an untraditional woman right make her quirky and the way we make her quirky is by eating all the time but she still looks this certain way right well that's like the that is how uh, i'll speak as a cultural critic as i am want to do but that's just like the step that has to happen. It's just like every like Fat Monica was a good step mm-hmm. until then. Three years later, you look back on that step and you're like, wait, what? Right. So same thing with Liz Lemon eating her Cheetos. At the time, I was like, yeah, that we can eat Cheetos too. But it's like, no, no one wants you to be eating Cheetos, Nicole. They want <laughs> Tina Fey to be eating yeah, Cheetos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay if you talk about food and talk about how much yeah, trash you're, you're eating. Yeah, you're still conventionally hot and like yeah, not yeah, and yeah. like slightly have a bigger butt, but that's it. <laughs> and you know cut to reading tina Fey's book she was like very much on a i have to be then to be on tv journey and was absolutely not eating any of this trash food so she's sending this message of like oh i can eat trash food and look this way to people who absolutely could not who she was actually starving herself or whatever i also want to push back and say trash food what is trash food all food is just food and i just Mm. want to say that Mm -mm. i mean like junk food yeah i think it's still still not hearing what i'm saying (laughs) 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 we'll we'll get to that another day (laughs) okay like chips are still food you're saying i'm saying that there is no moral hierarchy within food food. what about processed food and stuff listen i'm saying that in my intuitive eating workbook Mm. and now i'm only on chapter six maybe chapter seven (laughs) they say something else but yeah i need to that is another deep program that i'm actively going into is uh, yeah just trying to be like i can't eat this food this food is bad this food is Mm. good this is diet food this is healthy food it's just like actually what if it was all just fine Mm -hmm. and and you just were calm. Just be calm around eating. So, and I think the like junk food, bad food thing, like, mm. sure, but I'm not there yet in, in my journey. I cannot. Um, the last piece is gentle nutrition, and I haven't gotten to that chapter yet. So I cannot <laughs> at this time have that said to me. Yeah. Interesting. I haven't thought about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was, it, we went from Fat Monica to mm-hmm. Liz Lemon to. Yeah, what was the ne- like, like Lena Dunham? <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I think that that's all the same, right? That's like the Hannah Horvath, Amy Schumer, Liz Lemon, Mindy Kaling. Like that was all one thing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. now what is this thing? I don't know. I guess like Lizzo, Shrill. We love them. We love our girls. Do you feel like the same thing is happening with the way for so long it was like 
we need other stories, but they have to be seen in a good light oh, or yeah, be tragedy. Yeah, for sure. And now it's like, okay, can we actually just see people? Yeah, when I know we will have gotten it is when I can play Kenny Powers from East Bound and Down. <laughs> when I can be me and fat and hot and disgusting mm-hmm. and mean and gross and angry. Then we nailed it. But for now, I have to be like, actually, I have a husband and it's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, sure, I'm happy to do that on the way. But at some right, point, right, I want right. to be fat, hot, and disgusting at the same time. Yes. <laughs> if you're wow, out there, I, please write it. I feel like that's your, that is your. That, I want to play Kenny Powers. That's your journey is to play Kenny Powers. Please, from your lips to God's. <laughs> okay, we'll make it happen. Okay. Yeah. Now, Jeanette. I okay. gave you some time here. Have you thought of maybe a way that you were brainwashed that you oh want to talk about? Oh, my gosh. All right. Can I put you actually two and you tell me which is more interesting? Yes. All right. Here's two ideas I have for ways I was brainwashed. The first one. <laughs> one is stupid and one is real. One is speakeasies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Spe- speakeasies being cool. Yeah. I, I really would love to actually get into that. Can we just save the next one for the next time? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I got a lot to say on this one. <laughs> Who, why are we still doing this? Speakeasies in the modern day is the stupidest fucking shit. Why do I have to put my body in a little fucking phone booth, go around, and then it's the stupidest bartender in a little vest with the most expensive smoky cocktails? It's not cool. It's lame and dumb. It's lame and dumb, and it's never-ending and it's overpriced every time. Yes. And w- what is the appeal of the fact that I have to go through a coffee shop to get to the bar? It makes a hardware no store, sense. a jewelry store. Like, leave me alone. Why yeah. can't I just walk into a place and sit down? It doesn't feel secret. It doesn't feel cool. Everyone knows about it. Right. It's, it's not a speakeasy. It's a fucking restaurant with a yelp page we know how to access it it's so dumb okay that being said i am going to a restaurant this weekend that you it is an invite only restaurant <laughs> whoa what's an invite only restaurant it's a restaurant that you have to be referred to by a current client oh my god wow really what is it well i'll say you don't know if i can say oh my god, i want to go i'll let you know off air okay but that's a restaurant so that's actually cool but bar is yeah. stupid it, Every how many third dates have you gone to to a fucking speakeasy? I Unlimited. truly so many, and then they're like, "This cocktail is made with the juice of a herring, <laughs> and the it's, juice of a herring, and Jenny? it's on fire, and there's cardamom and six different spices, and it, we actually put a thimble of absinthe, but it's a it's the legal version of absinthe, not the real version." <laughs> yeah. And it comes inside a skull on fire, and it's $25. Yeah, speakeasies are fucking stupid and lame. Why do people... It's because, yeah, okay, when they were real, it was cool, it was hot, it was sexy. It was like, we're all going to get arrested for being here. Now, you know where you can drink fucking anywhere. (laughs) Yeah, speakeasies are actually... The real speakeasies are college dorms where children are drinking who aren't allowed to. Mm been there yeah you know that who actually are in the fear of getting written up as we they would say in college when we get in trouble get written up i got written up i got written up too i got written up in college for drinking alcohol and smoking weed i don't maybe it was just for drinking alcohol a whole bunch of people got written up were you there that night i yes but only me and former guest of the pod ariel siegel got in trouble and we had to make our punishment for drinking underage was to make a poster to put up in our dorm of other fun things you could do that were not <laughs> drinking. <laughs> so we're like, go to the movies, get your nails done. Wow. That's not what happened to me. I had to go like report <laughs> to, alcoholic to the, anonymous class. I had to go to like my RA of the building. I don't know. It wasn't the RA of my floor. It was like somebody who worked in Hayden hall and they were just like, what happened in the room and who brought the alcohol? It was like a, it was like a police, uh, what are they uh, called? Uh, Investigation? <laughs> where they try to get you. Cross-examination? To- yeah, they cross-examined me and then they let me go. I don't think I had to do any community service yeah, or anything. Yeah, Ariel needed to make a fucking poster, like two chooches. 
Yeah, speakeasies are stupid. Just come up with some new ideas for bars. Please give us any kind of new theme. Or just put nice couches in the actual room. Don't make me walk through the room. It's the trend that needs to die. Isn't there like there's a whole thing about normal people sort of going to a hardware store thinking it's a hardware store, but then ultimately it is a speakeasy (laughs) and they're like, I just wanted to get a key made. Yeah. Or the other way around where they're like in a hardware store looking for the speakeasy and the person's like, this is just a goddamn (laughs) hardware store. Get out of here. Because that one in Astoria is near a real hardware store. Oh, okay. (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> I was. I always would walk and be like, "This is it," and be like, "No, no, no, Jenny, you're it's looking. Two later. This you're is looking for the hardware, hardware store. store that doesn't even really look like a hardware store." Half the time, the 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 oh, the first part is a facade. It's like not even really doing anything. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like sometimes the coffee shop works, and there's sometimes there, you can get coffee at the. But most of the time, shop. it's like just a. I guess Criff Dog is at a functioning business. I don't need to ever go back there. It's <laughs> <laughs> a wrap on Krypton. <laughs> yeah. Wrap on PDT. <laughs> anyway, they're stupid. I hate them. I never want to go to one again. And a death. To all of them. <laughs> but yeah, we were brainwashed to think they were cool for a really long time. Yeah. I guess when you come to New York, you are ha- do okay serious question uh-huh do other cities have speakeasies yes okay sorry <laughs> i'm on my little <laughs> liberal coastal elite bubble i didn't know that when we went to mexico city we went to a speakeasy i feel like they have them in la everywhere they have them in miami either why can't it just be a bar what is the extra push what is the extra oomph of making it be a little secret i don't know it make it's like it live because literally it lasts two seconds. Yeah, right. And then it's just a bar. Yeah, you maybe have to go down a flight of stairs. Right. You knock on the door and be like, "The winter time rustles." I think it would be interesting. Like I think PDT originally maybe people thought was cool because you had to kind of it was kind of a be in the know. If they if speakeasies actually were a be in the know thing and it wasn't just like go to Rizzy.com. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and go to this bar that is within another restaurant or bar. I mean, well, that's a terrible business model. How are you going to make profit if nobody knows? Right. Yeah. I don't know. But then it's like the secret thing, like artichoke pizza. And there's always a line. And then it's like, well, is there always a line? Because they want there to always be a line. <gasps> what do you mean? You think they're paying people to stand in line to look like... No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. What I meant is like um, maybe they kind of move slowly while they get you your pizza, or maybe you know they have a small storefront, so mm. people have to stand on the outside. Right, that's like clubs where they keep a certain amount of people outside just to make it look like people want to be in the club. And then you get in the club and you're like, why? It's there's so much space in here. Why was I yeah. waiting outside for yeah. twenty minutes? Artichoke pizza is the pizza of clubs. I don't know if it is anymore. <laughs> maybe 12 when years we ago were, when, we, when we were hip artichoke pizza was the pizza of clubs what are people standing in line for these days sneakers i don't know <laughs> <laughs> sneakers there's no like food trend like cronut mm, probably have you have you walked by anyone in a line <laughs> i feel like like by glossier it's oh. like what are you guys waiting for it's blush <laughs> i don't know have you been in there no it's kind of like the apple store mm, it's fun the women are the employees are all in like pink jumpsuits and walking around with ipads and you can just order from them directly you know what i want to do is when they like put um <laughs> something up to my face and tell me the foundation shade to buy yeah. i want to do that so bad and you know what else i want to do i want to do the, an allergy test where they prick me with different things and then i find out what i'm allergic to you never done no have you done it i've done it at the allergist is that what you mean is it this is like a <laughs> is there a place other than the doctor you can no, go i think it's a doctor but i don't really <laughs> i don't know if i have allergies so i haven't done it oh yeah is it in my copay i wonder Hmm. Yeah, probably. I just want them to like put shrimp and mushrooms and stuff in my back oh, and then tell me. Yeah, I think I. Hmm. I don't know if they put shrimp and mushrooms in me. It might have been just dander. Like, yeah, dander. 
<laughs> well, again, I've I've never gone, so I don't really know how it works. But I imagine mm. it's like, and this one is blue cheese. Oh no, that's really sensitive for you. I, I didn't know they could do that. I'm just on your skin. Yeah, I think so. Interesting. I'm I, not a doctor. I have done it, and one time I went to the allergist, and they were like, "What do you think you're allergic to?" And I said, "The outside." And he said, huh, "That's not true." And then they pricked me, and he was like, "Huh, yeah, you're allergic to the outside. <laughs> <laughs> you're quite allergic to trees and grass and everything." Oh, I know, honey. So, Being friends with you in the spring is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotten better. I've, I've at least I, figured it out. A hundred percent. Whatever cocktail you're on now is working, but. Eight years ago, you were just drip, drip, drip. Yeah, I I couldn't play spring sports as a child. <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason, I'm sure. <laughs> I said, uh, ouchie McGouch, I was out there playing softball, leaking snot everywhere. We've become really like just a, a like hor- a gross horror podcast. Because <laughs> we talked about farts recently. How did you like listening to that back? <sighs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> you don't want to talk about farts again. Shut up. <laughs> Should I read you the other one that I didn't read? Yeah, read me the other one. The other one was college. <laughs> oh, yeah. Higher education. Yeah, let's go into it, babe. <laughs> I just don't think we need it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we are good. I think we have proven at this point, our generation, that it didn't work. You should never go into debt for your education. For my fucking psychology (laughs) and German cinema class. Like, (laughs) kill me. Like, either normalize gap years and taking time off for before college or just don't have college, you know, because I just think it's really... Uh, they really were like you have you have to go to college you have to go to college right away yeah and you have to figure out your life and get this education and if you don't you will really suffer and maybe i don't know i guess it probably is harder in some ways to get some kind of job i think it really really depends i think college 100 percent full brainwashing that it just was presented as the only option yeah and it is so not and it's so expensive. Like the way that it is currently working, like, can't. It's got to bust soon, right? right? Like it's not. I wonder. You know, I haven't been looking at the data, but are people still going to college? I don't know. <laughs> How is it working? Yeah, I wonder if there's a a big drop off. I don't know. I don't think so. I think parents are still like this is the only option. And I, I don't like, know if that's true. I hope. I hope not. I feel like once our generation's kids start going college we'll be like yeah whatever <laughs> what will our generation's kids be called Let's... gen xenon no <laughs> right because aren't we at gen z where do we I'm go, gonna from go here? i'm gonna go the blue wind generation the blue wind <laughs> <laughs> they're all gonna if, be robots if so. that's what it oh so then maybe it's um <laughs> <laughs> They're all CP3O. Generation CP3O. I think it's C3PO. Damn, I always (laughs) say it wrong. CP3O, C3PO. RD22. R2Tee. Generation (laughs) R2Tee. So, okay, cut to 18 years from now. Yeah. Your son or daughter says, Mom, I don't want to go to college. I want to backpack through Europe, come back figure out what I want to do and potentially launch my own app or whatever they're doing in that time that doesn't require you to go to college. Mm -hmm. What do you say? I got to be honest, really hard to sort of just like, I don't know what's (laughs) happening at that point in the world with anything. But I think the overarching thing is like, if my child said, I want to do something that is not in the norm, I'd be like, cool, let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Unless it was, hurtful but otherwise it's kind of like yeah let's just do whatever right i think in media there's so much content around parents really putting their foot down if you don't go to college our relationship will suffer i will cut you off or not support your alternative lifestyle if you want my money and my love you have to go to college well we do not stand for that on this (laughs) pod we do not agree with that is that how you felt like from your parents 
No, I just never even thought that I couldn't go to college. I just yeah. was like, oh, I go to college. That's what I do now. Right, right, that right. I just hadn't. I mean, I still went to college for acting. So it's not like I really, you know. Went to college. Yeah. I still kind of let us do whatever right, we wanted. Right. I mean, they didn't <laughs> love that at the time. But <laughs> sort of what I wanted to do. So one thing they don't understand is that they all went to college for like $400. And we all... Right. Went to college for a million bajillion dollars, which is sort of either on them or on us, <laughs> depending on the situation. But I feel bad that so many people were made to believe you have to do this. This is what's going to make or break your future. And going into debt is worthwhile. Yeah. To attain that. Mm-hmm. It's just so stupid. Yeah. This is an anti-debt podcast. And then half of the people go to places where there's Greek life and are <laughs> uh, reinforced problematic dynamics and behaviors and yeah greek life i hope um, i hope I, someone has that answer as how are they brainwashed college no greek life oh greek life who's been through greek yeah life? that's what i'm saying we're two nerds right who are doing play practice i, I want to hear from someone who like did got hazed or did hazing only if they're okay and everything's okay but yeah, I, yeah. i'm kind of interested in that <sighs> yeah I hope to see that abolished in our lifetime. What's the purpose of that? Like being friends? Who cares? You mean Greek life? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like what I'm going to like let you poop on me to have a friend. I no. don't know. I, I, the whole thing. I, I don't understand that even a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's just so ingrained in, in the culture of certain universities that you go and you're a part That's of Greek life. That's just what you do. Or you are don't like, or you are on the outside, and you have to really fight to make friends. That's how my first boyfriend mm. went to college a year before me at a place that was primarily Greek life, University of Southern California. <laughs> don't dox <laughs> come for us, and decided I don't want to do Greek life. That's not my vibe, and mm. really felt like an outsider and hated his experience at that school beca- wow. and transferred because of how much how important it was to be a part of Greek life to have a social life. Do you think Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, that's really where people started to turn? Dropouts. Dropouts who are billionaires. Oh. <laughs> Did Mark Zuckerberg drop out? Yeah. Dropped out of Harvard. <laughs> uh, no, I think just everyone had a million dollars of student loan debts and couldn't buy a house and then they were like, "Wait, what? I <laughs> thought you said I should do this so I could buy a house." <laughs> so yeah. I think it just was like well the timing for our generation was go to college it's a million dollars you have to go into debt and then also there was the recession and the housing crash as soon as we were done with college so it was sort of like you're in a bajillion dollars of debt and now you also can't get a job right which is why i think that is kind of more than mark zuckerberg had to do with it (laughs) but that's like the argument kids make nowadays is like and with the tiktok out of it all and the instagram of it all they think like Brett, my brother-in-law is a teacher at a high school and he says that the kids are like, I don't need to go to college because I can be an influencer without really having knowledge of what that maybe entails. Sure. The changing technology will always make people think I'm above going and doing that because I can make money alternative ways. But also that's fine. If well, you are the ma- whole point is how can I do the least amount of work for the most amount of money, which again capitalism it's like it's not a great system you know it's i know a hot take but (laughs) but i i don't know i mean these influencers these influencers (laughs) make a lot of money but also a lot of them do work hard but also the amount that they get paid for the work that they do does seem disproportionate i'd love to see figures of what they actually make Mm -hmm. like are they making millions of dollars 100 percent. i mean very very popular successful ones yeah 100 percent Sorry. It's so interesting to like watch a YouTuber when they're a normal person and then, then just see them become a millionaire like over the course of years. What would you want to m- become a millionaire yes. f- <laughs> for yes. generating content and then be literally responsible for generating content, especially if it's around like your life until you die? Pro- I mean, no. It sounds like golden handcuffs to me. That's how I feel about the housewives. It's sort of like you are agreeing to, hmm, make, you know, your job is to 
generate content essentially to put your life out there at all times. Like at one point, do you think they are like, I need to sit in a dark corner, babe? What do you think this podcast is? <laughs> this is us making content out of our little lives, telling people I went to trivia and editors not responding to me. It's like that's what we're doing. So we are the housewives. We are. <laughs> we YouTube. are the housewives. All right. Well, I'd love for us to get rich. I know. If you're out there and you want to support some people who would like to get rich for chatting, we'd love your help. <laughs> <laughs> We'd love your help. It's the new American dream is to get rich for just living your life, right? That's the new American dream. No, the American dream is that just everyone can do everything that they need to do and it is okay. (laughs) No, the original American dream was house yard. Like everyone can come. Everyone has the same opportunities when they come here. I know, but now it's universal health care. That's my dream. Okay. Yeah. Just so I could could have a nice little life and go on vacations and... That I have enough. Not be tied to the workforce. And I can have one really expensive purse. Maybe three. You want an expensive purse? That's brainwashing right there. I know. <laughs> I'm still in the culture. What do you want from me? I can't be fully above it. What kind of purse? Gooch? Chanel? I think most of those purses are ugly. Like, I yeah, think it's not about that. I think Birkins are ugly. Is that yeah. what they're called? <laughs> <laughs> i think i think they look stupid well then you can buy three of something else but i want to buy three expensive purses what would i buy three of with all the money in the world i would just want to go on really nice trips right yeah stay at really nice hotels yes that's it eat at really good restaurants yes great great all right so yeah please help us um (laughs) buy Birkins, go on really nice trips and eat at nice restaurants. If you could. Do you want to do casting? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Let's do casting. My idea is dips. Great. Let's say what dips we are. Okay. Everyone calm down and go in your mind. I'm locked in on the dips. I am locked in. Okay. Okay. I'll go first. For you, Nicole, I'll give you guacamole. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I feel like guacamole, life of the party. Mm. Really, everyone enjoys it. Also, I feel like, you know, it's it's like a step up. It's fancier than like a salsa. Mm-hmm. You know, when you go to a Mexican restaurant, salsa is normally like $9. The guacamole is like $20. It's more elevated. Especially if it's table side. Yes. And you can get it table side. It's a little more elegant. I was trying to think of a little more like... Uh, I was thinking onion dip, but I was like, maybe mm. she's she's a little more, you know, there's a, there's a little more pizzazz mm. to her. And I think guacamole, it's got spice. Mm. It's got lime juice, <laughs> salt, <laughs> acidic, acidic. Yeah, I think it's just got a lot popping off inside of it. I happily accept. Um, and then for me, I gave myself spinach artichoke dip. <laughs> I was thinking you might give yourself that. <laughs> I just feel I it's it's borderline queso, which is my people, my Texas people, without being too obvious. We're pretending that it's healthy because we added a vegetable in there, which two. <laughs> yeah, spinach and artichoke dip if just clothed and if cheese. there's spinach and artichoke dip on the menu, you're making us get it. I'll tell you I, that. You love it. I love it so Every much. Every time we're out. And you can eat it with a tortilla chip, which I love. She loves. So, yeah, that's where I sort of where I landed there. I, you know, of course I thought about that for you. Yeah. You know, you do frequent a lot of dips. You're an onion dip girly. You're a hummus girly. Yeah. A salsa. I mean, completely. But I did ultimately give you a seven layer dip. Whoa. Because I feel a lot of the layers bean Mm. guacamole salsa cheese sour cream like those are Jenny flavors. Maybe it is the Texas of it all. Mm -hmm. But. Those are Jenny flavors. And, you know, much like Shrek and the onion, you got layers to you, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> so true. There's a lot going on. You see, scratch the surface, but underneath there's just more and more and more. <laughs> so I ultimately said seven layer dip for you. And for myself, I gave a buffalo chicken dip. Ooh. Sort of a spice. Eat cheese. A protein dip. I thought that was interesting. Sort of a unexpected a little bit more than you bargained for mm. but really mostly just the 
the sharpness, the spiciness. Mm, yeah, we both want spice for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like you've made a very nice buffalo chicken dip before. I love I love to make a dip for a party. I got to really say. Do. I love to. Just makes me feel like 50s housewife, which in, mo- in most ways I don't want to feel like, but in the <laughs> dip way I do like it. <laughs> Great. Okay, cool. <laughs> Should we do one more? Do one more. Now this show's about to come back and potentially by the time this ep is out it will be back which is secession I characters. I say that. Okay. Okay. I'm locked. You're locked. Yeah, it's very obvious to me. <laughs> All right, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll go first. Yeah. I gave myself Roman. <laughs> I'm oh. disgusting. I'm <laughs> sharp. I'm got a sharp tongue. I'm kind of a baby, but then also sometimes in charge. Sort of a wild card. What are you going to get? You never know. Hook up with all my coworkers. <laughs> uh, and for you, you know, I was between two. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And I, think- I did ultimately <laughs> land with Tom. Were you between Tom and Cousin Greg? 100%. Because I, I chose Cousin Greg. Yeah, but I, I also mean, was thinking Tom. <laughs> you're either a Tom or you're a Cousin Greg. One or the other. And I think that ultimately there is just a stupidity to Cousin Greg that was just a little too much. There's more. What I like about Tom is I think that sometimes he's the most powerful as in with Greg and sometimes he's the least powerful as in with everybody else. And I think you sort of have that duality <laughs> as well. And there's just something about... Greg, just all limbs and stupid, and right. you're more of a Tom. That feels nice because I did give myself cousin Greg because I was like, yeah, he's kind of dopey and like hanging out. Yeah, but I love I love Tom Wompskins. What the hell is Tom Wompskamps? We love Tom Wompskamps. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I gave you Shiv. Love that. For me. <laughs> I just think eleganza, but also messy yeah, and yeah, yeah. drama. Mm. but gorgeous love all her high-waisted pants i would kill for her wardrobe her wardrobe is so <laughs> chic you give me pure shiv i definitely see myself in shiv yeah unfortunately for me i see karen culkin all the time in Greenpoint. wow well don't dox him oh god i see him in an area that i also live <laughs> <laughs> is he you know walking with his kids having a he's coffee always with his daughter and he's so cute about it that's really nice yeah yeah they're always having like weird little conversations that's cute. yeah they're very cute together so shout out to you, Roman, Kieran. You're you seem like a good dad. <laughs> this podcast thinks that Kieran Culkin is a good dad. He's got Brooklyn's daddy, daddy energy. Just <laughs> really, I'm enjoying it every time I see him. Okay, well, pleasure being in succession with you. <laughs> yes, love you, Jenny. I love you, Nicole. Love you, listeners. Bye.